JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, the day before Valentine's Day, February 13, 2018. Sean freaking White. You know what? I was nervous at the end. He needed a, he better get better than 95.25 on his last run at the half pipe, finished fourth in Sochi, and he freaking gets a 97 and change, wins his third Olympic gold medal in the half pipe at 31 years old, which is ancient. That 19-year-old kid from freaking Japan, unbelievable, man. And then, listen, that's what I said to my dad. I said, the pressure. Knowing you got to hit this last one, knowing that it's all on the fucking line, and wait, what did he hit? I was trying to learn the lingo, the fourteen forty, doing two of them, uh, flawless. I mean, he knew, you know, it was beautiful. Now I thought some guys' scores were lower than they should have been, but Sean White, listen, my, you were watching, but that goes laser focus, laser freaking focus, and it was good because we set that we set the we started watching a little bit later. We were watching a Westminster Dog Show. There was a cute bulldog, a Bichon Frise, won one of its classes. We fast forward through the whole first thing. I've been trying to do a show every night, but I'm tired. I, and Peanut is freaking waking up every day. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not, you know, hey, don't cry me a river like Justin Timberlake. But every day she's getting up between four and five. And I got to, you know, I'm trying to not wait, keep the family up. But, you know, they get up and I got to go to work. And I'm like, holy shit, man. But unfucking believe what a, it was awesome. Sean White, you are amazing. The pressure. And you're the last person to go. So he was the 12th to go in each round, all three rounds. And to sit there and have that moment and be like, I got to fucking, I got to get this one and do it and then back it up. You know, my mom's like, well, maybe, you know, how much money could he make? I go, my, he lives in Malibu. You need, you need, you need fuck you money to live in Malibu. Unbelievable. You know what? I was complaining about the Olympics, but now I on Apple TV, I've been watching stuff in the morning, watching the speed skating, watching Shawnee Davis finish 19th in the 1500. There was a guy from Netherlands who had lost by, what, three one-thousandths of a second in the last time, and he was gassed. He was gassed. You could tell some cool stuff. So we were able to watch. We, we almost caught up, and I didn't check my goddamn phone because I didn't want to see. Last night with Chloe Kim, I saw that she won before she won, which pissed me off. So this time, my phone, my watch keeps buzzing with the update. I'm like, don't look at it, John, because I looked in the second round. I saw what happened. I was like, fuck. So I said, don't look at it, and I want to, but I was like, don't do it. It's like, you know, it's like a, it's like crack. It's like heroin. You, you, you want to look. You just want to, hey, you got to stop. And Mickey Calloway, don't start talking about the Mets. It's kind of scary. Don't start talking about the Mets. What did he say tonight? He said something, and I was like, he said this year will be a disappointment if they don't. I want to I want to get exactly what he said because I was like, dude, sometimes you just gotta shh. You you, you gotta keep you gotta keep it on you gotta keep it quiet. Yeah, he says blame is on him if team does not do something special this season. A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on a team that what seventy two and seventy ninety two last year seventy two and ninety. That's a lot of freaking pressure, dude. They were terrible last year. A lot of injuries. Maybe he thinks that, you know, hey, they're going to be healthier this year. But I'm just like, yeah, blame it on him. Yeah, 70-92 last year. I, I I don't know if I'd go that far. But, hey, maybe he sees something. And he said, actually, tomorrow is scheduled meeting with the pitchers. Tomorrow will take place in the weight room. 
That's how valuable I think their routines are going to be. And we're going to walk them through what we what we expect them to do when they arrive at the ballpark, and it's the first thing they're going to hear, holding guys accountable and going through the process, communicating with these guys every day is the thing I'm looking forward to the most being a manager. He goes, I'm anxious, I'm ready, I'm prepared. We shall see. We shall see. Mike Shula, how do you feel about him as the offensive coordinator for the freaking Giants? He's not going to call the plays, but that's Shermer's thing. I guess we'll see. Now, they sang the national anthem last night at the Westminster Dog Show. You know it's for dogs. I said, really? You have to do a national anthem? I was like, what the fuck? For, for a dog show. It, now, if the dogs saluted, well, you know, and the dogs did didn't stand for the national anthem. I wonder if uh, Pence and Trump will be upset about that. You know, usually they sit down. Or maybe they were standing. And what about the dogs that were kneeling? Was that a protest to it? <laughs> I read a cool thing about Steve Gleason. Steve Gleason hit a home run against Barry Zito in college. Zito was a, was a pitcher at USC, and Gleason was a outfielder for Washington State. And he... He was a good baseball player, but he thought he, he he could have an NFL career, more a pro career in football as opposed to baseball. Now he has ALS. And Barry's, you know, they played in like 28-degree weather with like a windshield down to 10. And I think they won 6-5. Zito said he pitched a complete game, 14 strikeouts. It was brutal conditions. Now he's a songwriter in Nashville. But listen to this. That was always interesting to me. Gleason, now he can't even type. He has to type with his eyes because he has no... Well, this, the guy does more now in a day than I, you know, anybody does in a freaking lifetime. That he has, you know, he basically had a child. I think she had a second child, and he's done all this stuff. I, I, I'll tell you, the, the documentary Gleason I want to watch, but I feel like I got to be in a serious mood to watch it, and maybe that's me copping out. But that, that's a little depressing. It's, it's just tough to watch. I feel like you have to be in a mood to watch it. And I'm just not. I'm not there yet. But he said that the first time. First NFL game I watched live was the first NFL game he played in. Unbelievable. But he did say something interesting that he said he, what he loved about baseball was that the the atmosphere, the travel, logistics, the nature of baseball is so much more fun. Baseball teams on the road all the time. The goal is to keep things fun and relaxed before, during, and after the games. The idea is to keep things loose so guys are always goofing around, making up games, filling time. We'd go on a nine uh, nine-day road trips every year during spring break, Hawaii, California, Texas, Arizona. And he said, football, you're 36 hours. It's biz- all business, all freaking business. Thought that was interesting. Now, Shula will help with the development of a quarterback. Also, they were the, he, actually, Shermer's first choice was Kevin uh, Stefanski, the Vikings quarterback coach, but the Vikings refused permission. And then he was also interested in Deuce Staley, the Eagles running back coach. I, I I don't think she was a bad choice. He got fired by the Giants this year. Gettleman knows him from the Carolina days. We'll see what happens. Hey. We'll see. Oh, and, and then Notre Dame has freaking 21 wins from 2012-2013 for academic infractions. They got the 900th all-time win on September 30th, but now... If they win the next 16 games, they can get back to number 900 by the beginning of the 2019 season. The appeal on the 21 victories from 2012-2013 was denied. 
came as a response to news that a former Notre Dame student athletic trainer violated NCAA ethical conduct rules when she committed academic misconduct for two football players and provided six other football players with impermissible academic extra benefits. All right. Also, most notably, the undefeated 12-0 regular season in 2012, and then they got their asses kicked by Alabama. Their all-time winning percentages went from 729 to 727, and the all-time win total from 906 to 885. Their second, Ashley, still in that category behind Michigan. They went from second to sixth in wins, though. No, no bowl ban, no scholarship reduction. That's good. They open against eight, uh, Michigan. Oh, they host Michigan September 1st. Sorry to hear. You know, I'm crushed by that. I'm just, no, I'm not devastated at all. And also, they were talking about how, listen, it's the NBA. Listen to all these freaking injuries. 42% from the same, up injuries up 42% from the same time last season. And also, there's Jeff Stotts of InStreetClothes.com who noted in late January that the NBA reached 3,000 games lost due to injury about a month faster than it did last season. And that was before Cousins, Robertson, and Porzingis went down this year. Uh, games lost to injury could skyrocket a 50% increase by season's end compared to last year. And also, the Porzingis injury has only just begun to count toward that total. So a lot of guys getting hurt. They got to fix it, you know. Listen. The athletes are stronger, faster, and I think some guys play too much, and I don't think they're really getting their bodies where they have to be. You know, it doesn't sound like it should ever happen, but it keeps happening. You're like, what the hell? And Goose Gossage said some really nice things about Brian Cashman. He goes, he would have been gone ten years ago if George was still around. He'd have, he'd have been, he'd have been gone when he jumped out of that fucking airplane. Do you think he's a fucking baseball guy? Really? He doesn't believe in fucking coaching. Well, with power is what happens to you. You turn into a fucking asshole. Is that it? I don't know. He just, Also, he said, Cashman has a good manager, Girardi. They wouldn't let him manage. They want you to manage the way they, they want to manage. And he can get one of the nerds in the front office and put him in on the dugout. If he had any balls, that's what he'd do. That's, that's what he'd want to do. But he doesn't have any balls. We used to get along. I used to like him. And then something changed. He didn't answer. He didn't say a word. Hey. They're saying maybe it's a good idea. He's kept away. Yesterday, Hornacek replaced Courtney Lee with Lance Thomas because they wanted someone bigger to cover Ben Simmons. Well, they're now 23 and 35. They lost 21 of the last 27. One and nine without Porzingis this year. It's going to get getting worse. From 17 and 14, they are now 23. Wow. They've gone six. Wow. Six and twenty-one, the last twenty-seven, <laughs> not good. Beasley led the Knicks yesterday with twenty-two. Cantor at seventeen, thirteen. Tim Hardaway missed all eight of his three-point shots. Went four for sixteen. Six Sixers went double digits. Uh, Simmons only had thirteen point six assists. Nickel. Nilakina went 0 for 4, scoreless Tuesday. Moutier went 3 for 7 with 7 points, 2 assists. Listen, 
Nick, this season's going to get uglier and uglier and uglier. I just, it's going to be a long freaking season, folks. It is going to be a long, long, long end of the season. Jordan Montgomery had a good year last year, but he says that his changeup escaped him for most of 2017, so he kind of panicked. Wasn't happy with the season. He goes, if I hadn't had my curveball and be able to throw it for strikes and expand the zone with it, who knows what would have happened. Hey, he wasn't happy about that. That's what you got. You got to love a guy that wants to come in and, and show people, hey, I'm going to come and I'm going to kick ass. I made some mistakes last year, and I'm going to get better this year. Yeah, what do you think about these North Korean female cheerleaders? They have to be 5'3", attractive. Uh, they they always have someone following. They don't talk to anybody. Very interesting. I watch them do the cheers. Yeah, 229-woman group. They also have chaperones taking them everywhere. It was a little. It's like it's like the Stepford Wives of North Korea. Wear matching tracksuits. They sing and cheer in unison. They enter and leave together. Who knows? And I love Frank Reich. They love McDaniel's. They get Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich is going to be the real freaking deal. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I think Peterson's going to miss him a lot. And that's what Peterson said that, you know, hey. He said one of the MOs of the Eagles was being unselfish. This was us. I firmly believe that's how we won the Super Bowl because it was about us as a team that starts from the top. And interesting, you know what they, you know what Peter King said that the McDaniels walking away is giving luck a shot of motivational adrenaline. Like he's going to be like, "Oh, really? Okay, so I wasn't. Oh, so you decided we weren't good enough for you? Okay. Well, when we play this year, we'll see how that. I'd love it to come and bite him in the ass. That's that's some more fuel for him. Take it and run with it. The Yankees are talking about. Oh. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, Greg Bird, that's who. Oh, Tyler Wade, they, that's who we're talking about. Tyler Wade having a good year. I think Greg Bird, man. Greg Bird, when I talk to talk to my, oh, man, I'm blanking on the, the kid's name right now. What the hell's his name? Listen, I haven't spoken to Lithuanian and Laser. I haven't spoken to Rock. I haven't spoken to... Puma, I'm sorry, Puma. I just, I just blanked for a second, Puma. Yeah, I was craving all-you-can-eat sushi. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Ugh, my favorite fucking time of the year. Freaking blow my ugh. I hate that shit. The holiday that you, you, you feel guilty if you don't buy anything for people, right? Or it makes you feel like shit if you don't get people gifts for the holidays. It's not good. And FDU, I was watching FDU over the weekend. Four of the last five. They're coming on strong at the end of the season. You got to like that. Oh, I was watching the other guys. He's a biracial angel. <laughs> He's a biracial angel. You should have You should have shot A-Rod. What movie? I just said the other guys. He's a biracial angel. I was going to read some stuff. 
you know what? I need to go to bed. I, I really just want to talk about Sean White today. I was really excited to talk about Sean White. Because I, I just, I am just blown away how much he just had to step up, pressures on, steely gaze, and just went fucking, go, went for it. That's all we got to be in life, man. When the pressure's on, can you handle the pressure? No, I'm not, I tell you, I've never been a good auditioner. I always get a little uptight. I get too worked up. And I'm like, man, I should be calmer. When I do this podcast, I loved it. Like, I, I got on the radio, I could talk for hours. When I was at FDU talking, hours. And like this right now, you know, sometimes it's other people's words. It's hard for me to get out. But I can talk about me. You give me, that's what the guy told me when I first saw FDU. He goes, listen, I can't, I can teach you all the, you know, how to use the, the equipment, but I can't teach you how to talk. He goes, you don't have no problem talking. And I don't. Steven Matz, I think he's up for a good year. He said he's feeling better, not throwing without pain. Yeah, very interesting. And Reggie Cathy passed away. That commanding voice. And he said, when I was on Oz a few years ago, they did an interview, and the guy said, you're one of the few actors who can make the living as an actor without being famous. He told the Detroit Free Press in 2015. We both laughed, and it's true. There's a small club of us actors and actresses because it's really difficult just to make a living as an actor without being famous. It used to be easier when I first started, but now it's really, really difficult. He died last Friday of lung cancer. And he said, he said, going to play football against a high school nearby Arab Alabama, the stadium still bore the sign, if you're black, be out of town by sundown. So walking around the town after the game, teenage Kathy and his friends encountered an old man. We shouted at him, excuse me, we're all the black people. The old man just looked at us, pointed to an oak nearby and said, the last one was hanging in that tree. And he said, they asked him, how do you deal with such blatant and ingrained racism? He said, well, we were kids, we just laughed at that redneck motherfucker. Left at the 18 to go to Michigan, where he was a contemporary and friend of Madonna. They started together in what was described as the worst production of West Side Story ever. He was a jet, and she was in the dream ballet sequence. Then went to Yale to study drama, much to the consternation of his parents, who hated, hated that I became an actor. And he said, sure, having a black president has done nothing to change anything regarding race in America. But what I did notice is that Barack Obama becomes president. Suddenly, black people who are well-spoken are working more. This new market for the well-spoken black actor is all due to Obama. He got inaugurated, and I started working like a fiend, hired by the same people who had previously asked, have you always spoken like that? It's like, you know what, motherfuckers? Yes, I have. I like that. His parents hated it. Now, my parents supported My mom said, if I was a garbage man, I was happy. She'd be happy. And Sasha Cohen, this great documentary is being done called The Weight of Gold, which is a documentary current production about the struggles of Olympians' faces they transition to the real world. I thought that that's that's I want that's a documentary I want to see. Johnny Manzelli said as freaking bipolar. Listen, if you can get his shit together and get healthy, I'd love to see it. Steve Kerr, man, how about this fastest to two hundred fifty victories? And he owes some of it to Luke Walton, who didn't get credit for what those twenty something wins. Took him, did 302 games to top Jackson, took 346. He also got, I'm sorry, 39 victories during a leave of absence following with uh, Luke Walton coaching him. Playing better now. 
Phil Mushnick is not happy with the new guys at FAN. I've tried to listen. It's not very good. But he said something weird. He said James Dolan's Knicks are approaching a silver anniversary, their 25th consecutive rebuilding season. But they did make the finals in 94-99. Maybe he says that even with making the finals, they keep on rebuilding. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Neil Aquina has not been playing great. He had his last double-double figures game January 15th. Double-figure game. And since then, 12 games since, he shot 33% from thirty, almost 36%. Four points from almost six from... Three assists from four to three, and from under a steal a game, he's averaging five less, five less uh, minutes a game. Hey, got time. Sean White wins U.S.'s hundredth Winter Olympic gold medal. That was it was it was awesome. It was freaking awesome. It was freaking awesome. And Rock just got in touch with me. Isn't that funny? Isn't that crazy? It's like they know. People know what's going down. They know what's going down, and they're like, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just tired. I need to go to bed. Yeah, 97.75 to win the freaking half pipe. Seattle is could have a hockey team. I think that's awesome. They had a team back in the 1920s. I think that's awesome. Oh, for... I, I took pictures of my kids today. I did not send them into the company. I gotta look those up. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, and uh, Fultz is might miss the rest of the season. And Embiid said, "I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, a situation, but I don't feel like a lot of people around him have his back." That's good. Hey, listen. Get, I like that he that he's got his back like that. You know, I think that's a good thing. Hopefully, it'll get better. Took pictures today. Oh man, I was looking for something. Cowboys might uh, move Byron Jones from safety back to corner when he where he played as a rookie. You know, nothing's going on when they're saying when they when they talk about that. Nothing's really going on. Greg Popovich says we live in a racist country. You think so? Yeah. We don't live in... Peyton Manning's going to drive the pace car before Sunday's Daytona 500. I love that shit. I love that shit. Aaron Boone says he wants Yankees to embrace expectations. We aren't going to run from the hype. Good. Don't run from that fucking hype. You go there, you eat it up like Sean White did today. You take that and you, you run with it. You run with it. Chloe Kim, she cracks me up. All right. I need I need to go to bed. All right. Trivia questions. Sean White, dude, you are a freaking beast. I, I was so nervous watching him. I felt I was like I was like I felt I was invested in it. And I just was like, damn. All right. Dude. All right. Last show's trivia question. The NFL rookie record for most catches in a season. Terry Glenn in 96. 90 catches, 1,132 yards, 6 touchdowns. 90 catches in 96. That's the NFL rookie record for a wide receiver. Tonight's trivia question. Who was Tom Brady's first TD pass to? Who did he throw his first TD pass to? Who was the receiver? Now, 
Sean White, you've got to watch the Olympics. Listen, just tape it and go do something for like 45, 50 minutes. And don't look at your fucking phone and then watch it because there's too many goddamn commercials. But if you kind of catch up, you get into the... So you're watching it live, but semi-live. And it's kind of cool. All right. I need to go to bed. It is late. I didn't think... I, I, I will. All right. I am... I had to talk about it because I'm still like blown away that he needed the run. He needed the last run to win the gold medal. And then he comes through. You know what? If you believe in yourself, especially a guy who finished fourth in Sochi, was devastated by it and put all his energy to coming back and doing something. And 31's no, is, is ancient in these in 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 snowboarding. It is. It's an ancient. In all sports, you, once you get 30, you're told you're over the hill. And to do it and have a kick-ass last run when, you know, and he to wait. You're the last person to go, so all you have to do is time to think with your thoughts. But he had that look in his eyes. He's like, fuck it, I'm doing it. And that's what you have to be. You have to, nothing exists, exists except this moment. Except that moment. Good for you, Sean White. Listen, awesome. You deserve it all, man. I, I am so glad I saw that moment, you know. It was just, I, f- I felt proud to be an American and I felt I felt like I was watching something magical. It was magical. All right. Folks, have a great night. I need to go to bed. Peace out. Sorry I missed a couple days, but I am back. Peace out.